Hello and welcome to another episode of The Common Man's Take on Sports with Kevin and Quentin. Uh, Quentin will be out again today, but he should be returning soon. <clears throat> Let's talk about the wild card results from baseball. So I thought that at least a couple of those three game series would go the three games, but none of them did. The Rangers swept theirs, the Twins swept their series, the Phillies swept their series, and the Diamondbacks swept their series. So, um, that, uh, that was surprising, but then again, that's baseball. That is how it happens. You know, it's, again, I kind of talked about in the last podcast, it's all about you know, how you're swinging the bats and if your pitchers are on target or not. It's Baseball is uh, funny like that. The Marlins got swept by the Phillies. It wasn't even a series for that one. Diamondbacks swept the Brewers. The Twins and Blue Jays games were pretty close both times. Uh, and Rangers swept the... The one that surprised me the most was probably the Rangers sweeping the Tampa Bay Rays. I thought the Rays would give the Rangers a run for their money. And I thought that series would go three games and would come down to a very tightly contested game, but it did not. The Rangers very handily had handled the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. And so I was definitely surprised at, at that outcome. I, I did not expect the, the Rays to get beat. The game was... Last night was seven to one, and the game on Tuesday was four to nothing. So they uh, they handled the double rays without any trouble whatsoever. I knew that Miami had stumbled into the playoffs, but man, I thought they would give the Phillies a better series. Also, I I was not. Was not expecting that the Phillies beat them four to one on Tuesday, and then seven to one last night when uh, they hit that grand slam. So that was two series that I thought would be a little more competitive that were not. Uh, I was definitely surprised that that those series weren't any more competitive than they already were, but. That's how it goes. So the the American League Division Series will start Saturday, October the 7th, along with the National League Division Series. You have the Rangers at the Orioles, which I think that... <laughs> I think that'll be a good series to watch between those two. Although the Orioles were kind of falling off a little bit there towards the end of the season. Uh, you have the Twins and the Astros, which the Twins really surprised me in their series. And so they may actually give the Astros a run for their money. So that may actually be a really good series to watch. You have the Phillies and the Braves, which should be a good series to watch. And then the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers, which should be another pretty good series to watch, I think. I think all of those are going to be tough, tough games. I don't think either any team will... Run away with that from the others. We'll see. 
how that goes, but I think all those matchups are should be pretty good uh, to watch and should be pretty good to uh, play out. So I'm I'm ready to watch some of those on Saturday while I'm watching some college football. I uh, I still have right now. I still have Atlanta. I still think they're the team to beat. Uh, I think that they have the best chance to win the World Series at this point. I don't think anything's changed so far. I, I still my money is still on Atlanta. Um, I think they've been the best team during the regular season and towards the end. So I, I still think Atlanta's the better team out of everybody, but we'll see how that works. The Dodgers also look pretty good. So uh, my, my World Series winner is probably whoever wins between the, if the Dodgers and Braves meet and the National League championship, I would I, whoever wins that, I think is going to win the World Series between the Dodgers and the Braves. Diamondbacks are good. They're hot. The Phillies are hot. So either one of those could... The Phillies really have an opportunity to beat the Braves because they are hot. They ended the season hot on a hot streak, and they've carried that into the playoffs. If you watch that series with the Marlins, they were their, bat, their bats were hot. Their pitching was on, on point. Uh, so the Phillies are definitely really, really hot right now. So they do have an opportunity to beat the Braves if they continue that that hot streak with their bats and, and with their pitching. So I, either way, even if the Phillies win and beat the Braves, I still think the World Series champion this year is coming out of the National League. I really think it's coming out of the National League. Um, that would, that would be my my pick and just based off play between the two leagues uh, my the national league is i think head and shoulders above the american league but we'll see moving on to a little bit of uh hockey you know hockey started a few weeks ago No, that's pretty exciting games already. You had the Red Wings and Penguins last night. That was a good one. Uh, the Red Wings came away with a win, two to one against the Penguins. The Blue Jackets and Sabers was another good one. The Blue Jackets ended up winning five to three. And then the Seattle Kraken and the Canucks played. That was a very good game, and uh, the Kraken ended up winning two to one. So some really good games were on last night. Right now, you got a few teams that are kind of separating themselves. You got the New Jersey Devils, who are six and zero currently. You have the the Senators, who are currently. Five and one, the Tampa Bay Lightning who are four and one, 
got the Detroit Red Wings who are four and two, and the Toronto Maple Leafs who are three and one. So we got a couple of teams there in the Eastern Conference kind of separating themselves. Western Conference, you got Dallas who's four and zero. Oh. You got Minnesota who's three and one. And then you got the LA Kings who are five and one, and Edmonton Oilers who are four and two, and the Calgary Flames, who are four and two, and Anaheim is four and two. So you got some teams out there that are looking pretty good so far. Obviously, it's early; a lot of games left to play. Right now, as I look at it, I think that. The New Jersey Devils and the LA Kings look really good right now in their respective divisions. And uh, they have really separated themselves from everybody else currently. They're playing, both are, are playing really good right now. And uh, look good for the season as long as they continue what they're doing. I, uh, I like those two to be leading their divisions. Excited to watch some more hockey. It's it's fall, so all those fall sports are starting up. Basketball will be soon to add on to football. <laughs> so I'm excited. I know Quentin's excited. He's ready to watch some basketball. I think basketball and football are his two favorite sports, so he's he really gets into it. In the fall when football and basketball start. He loves it. There has been a little bit of a... Recent rivalry in the NBA between the Lakers and the Nuggets. Based off that Western Conference Finals series they played last year. I know that after the Nuggets swept the Lakers 4 to nothing. Me being a Lakers fan, I wasn't very happy about that, but I did know that Denver was a very well-put-together team. Those guys looked really good all season long, and they looked really good in the playoffs. They were a, a buzzsaw, and they were actually my pick to win the finals just because of how good they looked during the season and how good they had looked in the playoffs up until that Western Conference final series. But uh, there's a bit of a rivalry. I know that at the end of the Washington Conference Finals, Mike Malone, the coach of the Denver Nuggets, was talking a little bit of trash there because he thought that too much attention was being paid to the Lakers and the media and not the Nuggets. And then in their celebration parade after they won the finals, he got introduced on the float as the Lakers' daddy. I think a couple of Lakers players took that personally. So I think they're ready to play the Denver Nuggets again. Somebody asked Mike Malone the other day what he thought about it, and all of a sudden he's tight-lipped tight about it. He's like, oh, I, I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't have anything to say about that. Oh, they're still talking about us? Like he didn't instigate all that with all his comments in the offseason. Um, so that'll be interesting to see that that matchup this year. I know the Lakers have made some moves. Actually, I think they made some pretty good moves to complement 
uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. So we'll see how that that shakes out. I know that I have to go back and look when me and Quentin do our NBA preview, but I I think the Nuggets only lost one player in their free agency. So I think they kept most of their core intact in their, their bench. So, you know, they, they might be primed to be back-to-back champs. We'll never, you know, you never know. We'll see what happens when the season starts. But I will do that preview here probably next week sometime. Me and Quentin will sit down and do a preview of the NBA because I know the, the preseason games will be starting soon. So we'll kind of do our our uh, NBA preview during the preseason. But I found that interesting. I saw that article this morning about Mike Malone, and I just thought his his answer was kind of funny since he spent all offseason talking about the Lakers. But now he's acting like, oh, they're still, they're still talking about us? Oh, we let that go. We've moved on. <laughs> That's funny, Mr. Malone. Wow. But you know, robberies like that are always good, especially fresh ones and new ones that get created based off you know, teams' recent um, success and playing. And I, I think new robberies are always good too. You know, you like you like to see new ones, new players. Uh, that's that's good for the sport and good for the game. So. I believe the Lakers and Nuggets open up together too for their first season games. So that'd be pretty interesting. The Lakers could play spoiler to the Nuggets raising their championship banners on opening day. Uh, I'll definitely be watching that game for sure. But uh, yeah, I was I found that article pretty interesting. <laughs> And let me I I want to go back to I know on the last podcast I spoke a little bit about Dion and kind of the narrative they're creating around him about how all the coaches are against all all the coaches are against him. That's not true, but I just want to clear something up too. Like I don't I don't I like Dion. I liked him as a player. You know, I, when I was a kid, I grew up watching Dion play. I liked Dion. And I don't, I don't have any issues with the trash that he talks. You know, that's him. That's just who he is. You know, he, he talks a lot of mess. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Players have done that forever. He did it as a player. He does it as a coach. I mean, that's just who he is. And so that I didn't. I don't have any problem with that. My my only thing is he talks all that mess and the media gives him a pass. But then as soon as somebody talks trash or says something back to him, all of a sudden they're a bad guy. Like, look, man, if you're going to talk the trash and put a target on your back, when somebody hits a bullseye on that target, man, you got to take that. you got to accept it. And you learn from it, you get better from it, and you move on. But you can't get mad about it. Because you asked for it. <laughs> and so a lot of the, you know, that whole Dan Lenny speech, I mean, that was due to 
you know, the stuff that Dion says in his interviews and on those podcasts that he does. Like, you, these media outlets can't act like he's innocent. Dion is not innocent by any means. You know, again, if you talk trash, you got to expect to get it back. And you can't get mad when you get it back because that's just what it is, man. If you talk trash, you're going to get trash talked to you. That's. You know, Larry Bird never got mad when somebody talked trash back to him. He just did what he does. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, you know, they used to say that, uh, you know, you shake the tree and the mamba falls out. They're like, don't, <laughs> don't mess with Kobe because if you talk trash, like he's going to come after you. Like that, that's, that's the way it is. Like you can't, you can't talk trash and not expect someone to return the favor. So that's all I was saying for that, like I don't know why all these media outlets are mad at Dan Lanning's speech. Like it, it's, it is what it is, man. Like Dion talks all the time. He's in all these dang podcasts and interviews, and yeah, even in his speech after he got beat down by Oregon, like he couldn't, he wasn't humble. Like that was not a speech of a humble man. And like, he was, he was like, "You better get me now, because this is the worst we're gonna be. You better get me now." And it's like, you know, <laughs> if that's the way that you're going to be, then you have to accept, you know, what comes after. So, again, I don't have any problem with Dion not being a humble person. He's a great player. He's, he, he, excuse me, he was a great player, a Hall of Famer, probably one of the best DBs to ever play the game. And there's probably a handful there that are even in the, the conversation with him. You know, the Rod Woodsons, the Charles Woodsons, the, you know, Deion Sanders, Daryl Greens. Like, there, there's a handful of players that were at that elite, elite level. And he was one of them. And as a coach, he's been great. He's got a lot of work to do. But I think if he stays at Colorado and doesn't vote for, you know, a, a more, a different, better job, I think that he can turn Colorado around and make them a, a national contender if he sticks with it and, and stays with them. But as far as, as what the media is trying to put out there about coaches colluding against him, man, that's nonsense. Nobody cares what he's doing in Colorado. Like he's he's doing what he's doing, right? He's he's recruiting just like everybody else is recruiting. Everybody finds an angle. Dion's got his angle. He's using it. To the best of his ability. Coaches don't care about that. All they have to do is find a way. They, they just know that they're going to have to find a way to. To beat his angle. If they want to get some of those kids in. Because what he's doing is going to draw some kids. To Colorado in the future. You know having all those stars around. And um, you know having the, the. The black stars around. And you know. Kind of creating that culture there. That's awesome. And that's going to bring players there. So, um, I think he's, he's doing the best he can as far as recruiting and, and drawing people out of the transfer portal as he can. I don't think coaches are mad at him about it. I don't think they're mad at him at all. I think they're just trying to figure out how they're going to combat what he's doing. So that he doesn't get all the recruits. So um, 
that's all I was saying on that. I, I don't again. I don't have any problems with Dion. I, Dion is Dion. He's always been Dion Sanders. He's always been un, unapologetically Dion Sanders, and that's the way he should be. He should always. He should be unapologetic for who he is. He should be who he is, and you know, coach how he is, and and do the things that he does. Um, so that's kind of all I had to say about that. I just didn't understand why the media was making such a big deal about it. I didn't think it was as big a deal as they were making. We got a Bears-Commanders game tonight. Uh, if I had to take a guess, just based off recent history, the Commanders will probably win that game. The Bears have had a struggle this year. They're probably going to have the number one pick <laughs> again. But, uh, yeah, Commanders and Bears. Uh, I'll probably watch that, watch a little bit of it, see how that goes, but it's not the most exciting game I could think of watching. Um, I think a lot of the exciting games are going to come on Sunday. I will talk about that a little bit later in the week or, or maybe on Saturday. Mm -mm. But, uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch a little bit of that Bears Commanders game just to see how that that shakes out. But my my pick would be the Commanders to to win that game. The Bears just seem to be struggling, man. They they're always struggling. I don't know what's going on with their coaching staff or their front office, but man, they just can't seem to get it right. And it's it's sad to be honest, because no no team or franchise should struggle for that long. <laughs> That's horrible. But I don't have much to say because I'm a Panthers fan and they've been struggling for a while also. So I guess I can't really say much about the Bears and their organization. <clears throat> I do want to take a moment to send out um, some prayers and, um, you know, that hope everybody it looks like everybody's going to be okay from all the victims but unfortunately there was another shooting on campus at morgan state um, <clears throat> and it's it's unfortunate that this is going on this is another such event uh, it just i don't know maybe it's just me but it just seems like this is happening on college campuses more and more recently and I, I, I don't know what to do to change it I don't know what we need to do as a society to fix this but man this is just getting a little out of control I feel like because I, I feel like every morning I get up like there's another story about a on-campus shooting and it's, it's just it's crazy um, but yeah I just send some prayers out to the Morgan State victims it was four four men and one one female and they are expected to survive they were just uh, minor injuries but man that's just we got to get better as a society this is crazy i hate to see this it's a shame that that's in the news but man i will say there was some news that that did come out that uh Joel Embed, Embiid, excuse me, Joel Embiid has also 
agreed to be on the uh, U.S. Olympic team in 2024 with LeBron James. So uh, we got two uh, great players, two all-stars, two superstars who are going to to play for Team USA in the Paris Olympics. So that's a plus. I, I think that would be good for us because I will be honest with you. Again, I know I've said it, it probably sound like a broken record, but that team that they assembled for the FIBA World Championships was horrible. They just, them young kids aren't ready, man. They need some, they, they need some veteran leadership. So that's good that that, MB, that that bodes well for the U.S. Olympic chances of winning a gold medal to have LeBron and Embiid both committed to playing in the 2024 Paris Olympics. So that is definitely a plus. With that, that is all I have for today. I thank you guys for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Quentin should be back for the next show. Don't forget, if you like the show, please, please subscribe. Hit the like button. Leave us a review. Tell your friends about us. Tell your family about us. You know, Spread the show around. We'd like as many followers and listeners as we can get. Uh, we're on almost every platform for podcasts. You can find us on FM Radio, iHeart Radio. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on just about any podcast platform. You can also... Find our links to our podcast platforms in our Facebook and YouTube page on our homepage at kmisom.podbean.com. We do have a YouTube channel. If you guys don't like downloading podcasts, you know, hey, head, sit, or your friends don't like podcast hey send them over to our youtube channel we post our episodes there as well where you can listen to them um, if you listen to them on there please hit the like and subscribe button we truly appreciate it we truly appreciate everybody who listens we have a facebook page also that you can go to first name kevin second name quentin we appreciate we appreciate everybody who's listening and continues to listen and we hope you guys come back again for the next show uh, thank you.